Welcome to the QCA Wrestle Podcast with Rob Hill and Jay Zyman. Our guest today is Dustin Caldwell. Thanks for joining us and enjoy the show. All right, we're here today with uh, Coach Dustin Caldwell. Uh, coach Caldwell is the head coach at Clinton High School in Clinton, Iowa. He's been there since 2018 as a head coach and uh, actually has a, an awesome, I think it's a really cool situation. He actually graduated and wrestled for Clinton High as well. Um, so went back to coach at his alma mater. Uh, coach, thank you for joining. Yeah, thanks for having me on. Absolutely, man. Um, so I guess we're probably never going to stop talking about it. It seems like now uh, we've still got, you know, coronavirus is a big deal in the world and so much chaos still. How are you staying busy these days uh, with all the, I guess, chaos going on? Um, well, it's been an adjustment for sure. We uh, um, almost had to quit immediately after season um, when everything hit. Um, so we've really struggled trying to find space in the off season. Um, they won't let us in the room or anything like that until um, recently. So. Um, I work outside of school, so I've been working through it all, and um, that's kept me pretty busy. And then um, we're getting to play football, so I'm uh, coaching that as well. So um, I've been pretty busy lately. Sure, good, good. It's good to stay busy, man, with all the crazy stuff. It's got to find something to occupy your time. Yeah, I wouldn't be able to sit at home for the past six months. It'd be, I'd drive myself nuts. Yeah, me too. Did you ever stoop so low um, as to watch uh, Tiger King yet? Uh, I did not, actually. Um, I've heard about it. All my friends have watched it. But I just turned it on, couldn't get into it. it was, it's not for me, for sure. Yeah. <laughs> it's crazy. I'm not – I guess I – I'm not proud, but I've definitely watched Yeah, I've watched it. It's, yeah, I heard uh, Carol Baskin's on Dancing with the Stars or something. I I can't watch that either. <laughs> yeah, yep. sure that'd be good. Absolutely, man. Absolutely. Um, so, Coach, at the beginning of your uh, sort of wrestling story, um, what got you started in the sport? Um, well, actually, um, I have a twin brother. Um, he actually moved back this year and is going to help assist. Um, but my mom actually was tired of us roughhousing around the house. So she said, well, why not try and do it, you know, in a sport? So um, they signed us up for wrestling. And I actually started my career in Savannah, where my mom teaches. And then from then on, it's uh, history. It's just been a part of my life ever since. Sure, sure. Um, about how old were you, you think? Uh, probably about four. Oh, wow. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Um, we got into so many fights when we were younger, me and my brother. Yeah. Um, so he was finally sick of it and just said, we'll take it out on each other out there on the mat where you can't get hurt, you know? Sure, absolutely. That's, yeah, I, I, it seems like there's a lot of kids who that's kind of how they started. They just had a lot of energy and their parents are just like, dude, you got to do something to burn off all that energy, you know? That's, yeah. that's and there's work. really nothing better than wrestling because once I walk out of practice, I am beat. So they're sleeping on the ride home, all that good stuff. Yeah, yeah. Um, so, um, who are some of the wrestlers that maybe you looked up to or, uh, or like you looked at like kind of as role models growing up? Um, I was a big fan of the Hawkeyes for a while, or I still am, um, and didn't really get into the college scene until high school, but 
Um, I was a big fan of Ben Boothby, state champ for Clinton, Byron Tate, state champ for Clinton. Um, and one of my friends, Hunter Jenko, his older brother also wrestled. Um, and he was a few years older than me, and he's always a good leader. So um, I looked up to him quite a bit as well. Those are great, great names, man. I know I've uh, I've been around the MAC wrestling for a while, and yeah, I know those guys. And Clinton's had a lot of good a, a lot of good success over the years. Yeah, um, I mean, it started back in oh, I think the fifties with um, Bob Luters, and he actually started in Savannah too, and then it um, trickled all the way down to Coach JD Luters, who coached me with his sons, and then. Um, I got really close with them, and they kind of guided me to where I am now. Sure. I would say, in a way, I, I haven't finished this yet, but um, Jay Zamet and I have started like a – I can't remember what we were thinking about calling it. Like almost like a godfather of Quad City Wrestling. And we were like – it probably started like back at Looters and then went to um, – you know, I, I know I'm going to miss a ton of levels, but like Dan Knight's in there somewhere, and then – all, all the different people who – I always remember hearing about, like, the uh, – in football, there's a Hayden Fry um, coaching tree, and now, like, Gable coaching tree probably. There's, there's probably – what we were kind of doing is, like, a, uh, starting to put together, like, a Bob Luters coaching tree. I think that would be pretty detailed. Uh, I'm sure the Luters family would really enjoy that. Um, you know, they still breed wrestling. Um, Eric's got a son now. Spencer's coaching at PV. Um, JD just got out a few years ago, um, but he's not all the way away from it. So, um, yeah, I think that'd be really, really cool for them and the Clinton program. Yeah, I think that'd be really fun. I think it's something we're slowly working on. We need to get more. We'll probably reach out to people like you and uh, and Spencer and JD. And, yeah, and I, I'm sure between all you guys, you could help us fill in a lot of those gaps. Absolutely. It's awesome, man. Um, so, um, so coach, you were a, uh, you were a four sport athlete and a two time state qualifier. Um, did sports come natural to you or, uh, or I guess, when did you realize that wrestling was something that you were getting pretty good at? Um, I think it was probably seventh grade year. Um, we kind of, obviously Alex and I would wrestle at home too. So that competitive edge that we had at home, we brought to, school to sports to everything so um when we really started to excel in wrestling i think that's kind of when it was like oh hey this might be something that i'd like to do yeah was it um was it middle school did you did you like do middle school clinton clinton junior high or something like yep um we did um that and then we did our club team as well the clinton junior Kings. okay um, as well as um going into the high school room a few times a week to help out some of the lighter weights because um, around those years, I think it's 2010, 2011, the numbers were kind of down in Clinton. Okay. Um, so, you know, they maybe had one practice partner. So if they brought up a couple of um, you know, decent middle scores, they can um, wrestle around with them and know what they're doing. So that was a really beneficial for me as well, wrestling, you know, older guys, more skilled guys. Um, compared to just facing my brother all the time. Yeah, yeah. I like the – I haven't – I never did it. I wasn't a very good wrestler, but I, I've heard a lot of people who have had a lot of success say they're – you're always, like, trying to train, like, at the next level, if, if it's – when it's possible. 
So, like, I'm sure that was big time beneficial for yeah, you. It really was. Um, I I think Coach Hunt Long, he was there. Um, he was the one that allowed us to come in when we were um, younger. And Coach Don LaRue, um, those guys, they um, saw something in me and they let me take off with it. Yeah, that's really good. Um, did you uh, did you do much like freestyle and Greco? I didn't um, until maybe junior year. I did. Um, I never did any tournaments. Only did some practices. Um, but I just don't think in Clinton um, it's been a big thing until recently. Um, you know, because that's ultimately where the peak is in wrestling is the Olympics and. Um, freestyle and Greco. Um, so I never did a ton of it, um, but I got a few guys on staff that um, wrestled in college. And hopefully that next summer, um, without the COVID stuff, um, we'll be able to get into more of that kind of stuff. Sure, sure. That'll be good. That'll be good. I know my kids, um, so my youngest has not ever done any freestyle and Greco. He was planning on this year being his first season. He was actually really pumped about it. And then obviously COVID hit and um, my oldest has been doing some freestyling Greco, and I, I saw a massive difference in his, um, I don't know what you call it, like what I, what I thought was his career tra trajectory. I thought he was decent, but then once he started doing a lot of offseason, I was like, dude, he's making big-time improvements. Yeah, I think that was um, the big difference. Um, like you said, I, I did a lot of sports. Um, so, you know, in-season um, took priority, um, but we'd always go to open that in – I think the off season when I was in school compared to now is a complete 180. You, you got to do off season stuff because everyone else is. And if you're not doing it, then we're going to get left behind. Yep. Yep. Absolutely. That's one thing we, I talk about constantly and I hope everyone hears it. I hope the people who want to be good at wrestling definitely listen to it. It's like, there's kids working out right now. You know, like there's kids that are getting better and I, as a wrestling fan, I want to see everyone getting better. Like I want everyone to improve. And so, yeah, anyone who will ever listen to me, they've heard me get in the off season, get, even if it's like once a week, you know, like that's so much better than not at all. Yeah. You, you can't step on the mat in November and expect to be where you were last February. Yeah. Um, it's just not going to happen. Yeah, absolutely. I totally agree. Um, so here's a, this is an interesting question. We started asking people um, recently coaches, if you could go back in time to give yourself some advice, when would you go back to talk to yourself and what would you tell, what advice would you give? I would probably go back to just before my freshman year and um, tell myself to actually watch high level wrestling a lot more than I did. I'd watch a Hawkeye meet here or there. But I just be interested in the result. Right? I'm not worried about the techniques or what they're doing or how they're preparing. Um, I think that was my big thing was um, just always learning. You know, I, you get some success and you're like, oh, uh, you know, you kind of settle. But I think I should have told myself, you know, don't ever settle. Always learn. Always be prepared to learn um, and be better every single day. Love it. That's great advice. I think, and the nice thing about it is the kids these days, it's so much easier. I think like, 
um, I guess you're, you're, you're quite a bit younger than me, but like, um, even probably when you were a freshman in high school, there wasn't as much out there for, from flow wrestling and, uh, um, probably a little bit on YouTube, but not nearly what there is now. Um, I I agree a hundred percent. Like we talked about it recently actually. And, uh, um, it's like, man, if I had flow wrestling when I was in high school, I would have watched every single video. Not that I have it now, but it would have just like, watching the Terry documentary it, it makes me want to run through a brick wall you know and you just learn their lifestyle and yeah. all that stuff so that would have been very beneficial for me I think. yeah oh I totally totally agree I've probably watched the Terry documentary not kidding probably 14 or 15 times now my family's gotten kind of sick of it but I I can't get enough of it <laughs> no, you really can't because there's just so much that those guys do um, behind the scenes you know I can't remember who it was practicing, you know, three hours after practice on the same shot that he's been doing all practice, you know, yeah. but he wasn't getting it right. And there he is three hours after practice, finally getting it down and probably paid off. For him. Yep. Absolutely. Yeah. That's such a good flow. And then I've just, um, Rockfin is a new one that I'm not, um, really in depth in. I subscribe cause I like the live events that they've been putting on lately, but, um, yeah, there's so much content out there now. It's amazing. Yeah. Completely different from even five years ago. Yeah, absolutely. Um, so, Coach, uh, we already—I mentioned this in the uh, at the beginning—but you had a, a little bit of a unique situation coming back to the wrestling room that you kind of grew up in. Um, how have you managed that? Sort of, how's that been going? How have you managed that? Um, well, after high school, I went off to college and then um, came back and was under my coach still, um, J.D. Luters, um, who we talked about as all the history you can think of in Clinton about wrestling. And uh, um, he showed me a lot of the ropes. Um, unfortunately, he got out. Um, and then his son, Eric, who is also a wrestling genius, the same way as me, you know, watches all the flow, knows all the guys, um, just incredible so i was under him for a year as well when he took over um and he showed me the ropes and um so now it's uh, up to me and i still lean on them guys to give me advice you know because i'm still young still in my young stages of my coaching career so um i really rely on those guys and my assistant coaches to um get us through it without making any rash decisions um, but it's been good. Um, it's the dream job um, because um, I want Clinton to be at the top, right? Everyone wants their program to be at the top. But for me to go through that program, I know what it's like. I know what the kids are like. Um, and I think that's been really beneficial for us. Yeah, that's great, man. I know I, I enjoyed watching. A couple of, your, couple of your kids last year had pretty successful years. The one that definitely st- stuck out to me, Obviously, your state placement or Hunter Randall had a great year. It was a lot of fun to watch. Yeah, um, he came a long, long way from his freshman year. Um, you know, he's a real tall kid. Um, but between his sophomore and junior year, I still think he grew four inches and put on 60 pounds, wow. um, which was incredible. So he was, you know, six, seven, six, eight, um, long. Um, and had a just awkward wrestling style, which I think gave a lot of people a lot of fits because um, it wasn't, you know, what you teach all the time. 
um, and that's kind of wrestling now. But um, it was really, really cool to see him from where he started to where he came. And I think it was really good for our program and for me. Um, that's my first place winner. Um, he made it out his junior year um, and didn't finish how he wanted, but um, I think he finished where he wanted to be. Yeah, he did great, man. He was fun to watch. Um, is he? What's his college? What's he doing for college now? Is he playing sports? Um, he actually um, is getting ready to join the Marine Corps. Um, he's not going to school right now, um, and then I'm sure he'll um, find his spot in the Marines. Whatever he does, absolutely. But yeah, he's a great kid, um, and I wish him the best. Absolutely. I had a coach um, this offseason ask me if I knew of any unsigned bigger kids. He was looking for uh, like a like a heavyweight wrestler. And he, he, that was in one name I brought up. I wasn't sure what he's doing. I'm like, if you can find out, like, I don't know his family, but I'm like, if you can get a hold of him, he'd be a, he'd be a good, good catch for some wrestling uh, school, you know, program. For yeah, sure. uh, we, uh, we had a few talks during the year um, about it. Um, he had a, few d3 guys to reach out to him um but i think he kind of knew that uh schooling wasn't in his future and i think he wanted to get either a into the workforce or um be joining the marine corps so sure. um either way you know he's doing what he wants to do and that's okay with me yeah absolutely he's got the he's got a bigger picture in mind and he's gonna that's that's exciting man he'll do well yeah um so coach Obviously, we mentioned we everyone knows, but unusual situation this year. Um, obviously, off season stuff has really been um, hard to come by. Have Have you recently been able to get the guys back in the room a little bit? Um, I actually got the okay to get in the room um, yesterday, so um, we're taking a step in the right direction. Um, Clinton has been decently bad with cases, um, so. We just got to make sure that we follow all the guidelines, and make sure we're cleaning the masks, wearing our masks. You know, just staying clean really is what it is. Um, I'm excited. I hope our guys are excited. Um, but, you know, it's almost it's October tomorrow, so about a month and a half away from season. So um, I'm, getting, I'm getting the itch. Yeah, I'll bet you most of the guys are too. That's exciting. Back to your back to kind of your career. Um, who is the most influential coach that you had, and why? Um, it was uh, J.D. Luther for me. Um, you know, he came in after leaving Northeast um, my freshman year, and um, I can remember a practice where you know it was it was a tough one, and something happened. Um, I kind of banged up my shoulder a little bit, and you know, it was, I, I wanted to be done uh, for the day, but he kind of pushed me right back out there and was like, no, you're not done. And um, that was one of the things that really ever stuck out to me was he's not going to let me settle. Um, and even after school, um, we stayed in touch. Um, and he's kind of been like a the wrestling father to me. He um, you know, if I need something, I can always call him, you know, whether it's something to work on in the house or wrestling or we want to go watch football or something. So um, he's just a guy I can talk to about anything. And uh, 
that's really what you know moved me that way and that's what I want to bring to our program as well. I, I want our guys to be able to, oh yeah, coach did this for me. You know, maybe I can reach out to him, see what's going on. Or if I need a job, can I put you as a reference? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. There's a there's a unique bond I think in the sport of wrestling. A lot of a lot of coaches. I mean, it's it's it exists in other sports also, but it feels different to me. The wrestling bond. I think it's just maybe because of the grueling workouts and. Uh, it really is such a intense um, – everything about it is intense. I mean, it's the, – yeah. the bond between a lot of the, you know, the wrestlers and the coaches seems like uh, it's extra special in this sport. Yeah, I think um, a lot of it is just the time that we put into it. Um, you know, we get two hours a night for practice, but we, get, we spend nine hours with them on a Saturday at a tournament, and then the bus rides home. Um, so we really get to know the kids. Um, a lot more, I think, than some other sports. But, um, yeah, that's that's a big one for me is um, being able to relate to the kids, you know, letting them know that they can talk to me um, about anything, whether they got issues off the mat, on the mat. Just being able to talk to each other is big for me. Yeah. Um, so you mentioned um, that you uh, are a football coach as well. Um, and this is one of my favorite topics, really. But what advantages do you see with um, your athletes that are um, football players that are also wrestling? Um, I think, um, especially offensive line-wise, you know, the heavyweights, 220, um, just your feet. Um, I know Kirk Ferentz and all those guys, you see all that stuff on social media about it. Um, but their feet, their athleticism, um, and then just the mental toughness, really. Um, you know, like you said, it's a grind. The whole season's a grind. Um, it's long. You got Christmas break. You got Thanksgiving break. Um, and just being able to be self-disciplined all year um, really, really um, tests your mind. And you know, in the fourth quarter when the game's tough, um, same thing as um, in the third period. You're down one with 30 seconds left. You need to take down well, am I going to quit or am I going to keep going? Um, and that's where the mental side comes in is you can do it. You just got to believe that you can. And um, I think a lot of wrestlers bring that to the table for the football team. And that's what I like most about wrestling is the mental toughness that it brings in. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. I know, too, you mentioned Kirk Ferentz and – that you're 100% right. You hear it a lot is college um, football coaches love wrestlers. So like that's, that's just one more thing is even if you don't like wrestling, which I hope, I hope most of the guys do, but if you want to play football at the next level, wrestling helps like crazy as well from a, from a mental toughness, probably the most, but then yeah, the leverage thing, the hand fighting, and then yeah. if nothing else, the coaches love it. So, I mean, that, it's a massive yeah. advantage. On defense, you make a tackle. In wrestling, double leg. You know, when you're on your feet, you're hand fighting. With an offensive line, you've got to use his hands. Defensive line, you got to use your hands. So, I mean, it all comes together. And um, obviously, basketball is a good sport, too. Um, but wrestling is, is so interchangeable with wrestling. Yeah, absolutely. Um, so, Coach, what would you say um, was the biggest obstacle that you had to overcome either as a wrestler or now as a coach, either one? 
I would say, um, obviously, there's COVID still within them. Um, but um, not having success, um, you know, in middle school, you can win all the matches you want. You can be AAU state champ. Um, you know, but that doesn't really mean anything when you get to high school, right? You're a freshman. Um, maybe you start, start varsity right away, and you go up against an 18-year-old kid, man, um, and it's a whole different ballgame. You know, you can't outmuscle everyone. Um, it comes down to technique and um, your moves, your execution. Um, I think that was a big one for me was, um, you know, not going up. 128 no you know it, um it humbles you um whether you're ready for it or not um because you are going to hiccup at some point and then you got to respond to it so um that was big for me was um if i didn't have success well how am i going to come back from it and coach leaders did a good job um making us aware of that um and pushing us to you know ultimately succeed um but yeah that was it was a difference um, going from being the top dog in eighth grade to a freshman where you're bottom of the barrel. And um, I think a lot of kids right now, um, you know, coming off this AAU state championship or something, um, that's a big difference um, when you're facing 18 year old kids. And um, so, and you don't got to make weight every day um, as an AAU kid. Um, but then it comes into the grind, the mental toughness of, okay, well, I got to keep my weight down Thursday, make weight Friday, and we're back at it again Saturday for you know, two and a half months. So um, that's tough too with um, the adjustment to the length of the season. Yeah. yeah. That's a great lesson too, though. Yeah, when, when you don't have success, I mean, you, what are you going to do? Are you going to quit or are you going to are you going to learn from it and, and continue to get better? I mean, that's that's one of the best life lessons, I think, in, uh, that wrestling helped me learn. Yeah. Absolutely. Um, so, Coach, um, we talked a little bit about your, your this past season, um, but if you don't mind, tell us a little bit about the past season and then kind of what your outlook is. Um, assuming we're going to wrestle, which I'm saying it's happening. You know, football, we're doing pretty well, and I'm thinking we're wrestling, so – what are you thinking for your the outlook for this year? Um, this year, um, we're going to be young again. Um, I think we have two returning seniors, um, both split time on varsity. I think they were both the same weight last year. so um, And we had tryouts every week. So um, I think they both ended up wrestling a decent amount. But we'll have, I think, seven sophomores um, that also wrestled varsity as freshmen last year. Um, so it was a big learning curve for them. Um, we knew that going in, um, but I think our progress from the beginning of last season uh, to the end of last season was really good. Um, so we're looking to rely on our, a lot of our sophomores um, and a couple juniors that'll uh, get us through the year. Sure. What is your coaching staff look like? You mentioned there's a couple guys who did who wrestled in college. Um, who, who who's on your staff? Yep, so it's me. Um, Don LaRue has been with Clinton for 16 years. Um, he wrestled at Loris College. Um, my brother is coming back. He um, helped out at uh, Iowa City Regina a few times. Um, and he's back um, coaching football now with me, and then he's going to help uh, wrestling. And then we have 
Luke Wempen. Um, he teaches at the high school. He's a Linmar grad. Um, the Wempens are pretty known around Linmar. Um, yeah, yeah. Uh, Jacob just won his state title, I think, two years ago now. Um, and then uh, our new addition last year was uh, Skylar Sanford from Woodbury Central. Um, he wrestled at Briarcliff, um, and he got a job at Prince of Peace. So um, he's in town, and he's on staff with us. And um, he's kind of like me, um, loves wrestling, loves football, coaches baseball over at Prince of Peace. Um, so we got a good young group of coaches that um, were willing to put in the time and um, take us in the next step. Yeah, yeah, it sounds like it. Uh, kids, listen and take advantage. Those coaches are here for you. That's that's great. Absolutely. Um, okay, coach. So we have reached our. We call this our sudden death question round. Um, some of them, some of these questions don't have anything to do with wrestling at all, but they kind of make Jay Zimet laugh sometimes. So. That's right. I'm ready for it. Okay. Um, what is your favorite wrestling movie? Ooh, it's got to be. Hmm. Can't go away from Loudon Swain, I don't think. Uh, so I'm going to say Vision Quest. Sure, that's a good one, man. You can't lose with that one. You know what I realize, actually? We ask a lot of guys this question, maybe everyone, and there's a lot more wrestling movies than I ever realized. Eventually, I'm working on a, like a, like an elaborate list of all of them. I'll, I'll get out there on, online. And, and most of them I can find on Amazon. Oh. I, I was... Uh... Um, I, I would say probably my number two was probably because I was a kid when it came out, but was uh, Disney's uh, Going to the Mat about the blind kid wrestling. I don't even uh, think that's on my list. I'm going to have to write it down. Yeah, that was a good one for me back in the day. Sure. I haven't seen it in a very long time, but uh, yeah, that was a good one. Awesome. I'll have to check it out. Okay, uh, favorite superhero? Hmm. I'm going to. Whew, this is tough. I uh, I like Avengers. I like uh, DC. Um, but I'll probably have to go with Batman. I'm a big fan of the Dark Knight series. I like it. I like it. Uh, favorite uh, wrestling match of all time. Mm. This is a tough one. There's a lot of those. Um, I would say probably Tony Ramos versus Jordan Oliver in Carver. That was, uh, I think I was actually there for that one, and that might be why it's my favorite, but um, just the electricity, um, and I just have never felt anything like that. So um, that was really cool. That was, I'm with you. That was one of my favorites for sure. And I remember, I was definitely there. Um, we had season tickets for a while. And uh, I remember literally thinking in the moment, I'm like, I have never heard Carver Hawkeye this loud, ever. It was I would amazing. say probably the only other time it's been that loud was when Michael Kemmer just beat Mark Hall this yes. year. Yes, and actually, I got—I was lucky enough that I was there as well. And you're right; that one was amazing, incredible. Yeah. Um, okay, chocolate or vanilla ice cream? Chocolate. No you. reason. I like <laughs> uh, greatest U.S. Olympic wrestler. Um, 
I think um, my favorite, I'll say, was probably Ruin Gardner. Um, was that was who I was um, big into when I was younger. Um, but it's got to be Gable. Um, that dude is just a machine, and um, no one has been like that ever since. So. Um, Gable and then Ruan Gardner. Great answers, man. A few years back, I want to say maybe three or four years ago, my um, we went to Tulsa Nationals and my youngest got to meet Ruan Gardner. He's um, he's ten now, so he was like seven, I think. Yeah, and uh, so I got a picture with him and Ruan, and actually he was holding um, two medals. One of them I didn't know; it must have been some awesome tournament, but the other one was his Olympic gold. So that was pretty yeah. sweet. Yeah, I uh, I read his book a while back and. Um, just the stuff that he went through to get to where he was and still compete at a high level is um, very impressive. Yeah. Absolutely. Okay, so Coach, what's your favorite food? And then we like to ask, too, if you if you have a local restaurant, where in Clinton, um, where, where would you like to plug in Clinton? Um, my favorite food is probably a steak. Um, you know, very Iowa, you know meat and potatoes is all I need um, for everything. So um, I'd say steak and then um, you can never go wrong with the chicken George and candlelight. Um, that's probably my favorite place in town. Um, and it's right on the river. So you got a good view and um, they hook you up. Awesome. We'll have to check it out. Um, favorite football team? Minnesota Vikings. Oh, Vikings. Okay. Not doing great, but we'll get through it. Yep. <laughs> uh, do you have a favorite vacation destination? Um, hmm. Really, all the vacations I've ever been on have been good. Um, I like fishing in Canada, and then uh, my most recent trip was to Jamaica, and it was incredible down there. I um, love the beaches, love the ocean, um, and just the culture down there is a lot different. So, um, seeing that aspect was um, an eye opener for me. I haven't been, but that's on my to-do list for sure. I got to get to Jamaica. Yeah, it's a good time. Okay, coach. Our last question uh, we'd like to end on this one is what is your favorite quote? I was a big fan um, of Gable's quote. Uh, the rest, uh, gold medals aren't always made of gold. They're um, made of an alloy called guts. Um, hard work and determination um, and that you know everyone sees the results but they don't see what you put into those results um, you know wrestling is hard sport um, and you know not a lot of people see the behind the scenes the practices where you don't think you're going to make it through or um, cutting weight or um, you know just the dieting or the mental strain that it has on you so um, for me, that was like, okay, yep, he put in his hard work, he dedicated himself to it, and then that was his end result was um, the gold medal, which, you know, even if it's not a gold medal, you know what you put into it, and you, know, you get what you put out, another great quote by Terry, um, you get in what you put out, and, you know, for our guys to, you know, really buy into that, um, I think is really big for the program. Yeah, those are great, those are great quotes. Well, Coach, that's the end of the interview. Thank you very much for joining us. We look forward to keeping up with the River Kings here this upcoming season. It's going to be a fun one. 
Yeah, thanks for having me on. I appreciate it. All right. Thank you for tuning in. Please share this podcast with your friends. Give us a like and a follow on Facebook and Twitter at QCA Wrestle. And keep an eye out for more QCA Wrestling content coming soon.